Good afternoon, Kodo listeners. It is just after 12 p.m. on a Thursday. That means it's time for our weekly noon coronavirus update. I am joined in studio by Lindsay Wright, behavioral health counselor with the Telluride Medical Center. And she, she just told me to call her this Claudia Garcia Corsio, badass interpreter for the community. She, she said, call me that. So we're doing that. <laughs> um, welcome to you both. And I told Claudia, I think I can say this first part in Spanish because I've heard this like a million. So tell me if I'm getting I think I get it right. Um, bienvenidos. Uh, estamos aquí para las noticias de las doce con Lindsay Wright um, del Telluride Medical Center y Claudia Garcia Curcio para el español. Yo soy Matt Hoish del equipo de las noticias del Codo. Perfect. You said it, it was great. <laughs> I can't do anything else though in Spanish. Um, awesome. Lindsay, we'll start with you. Any updates you want to share? Y vamos a empezar con Lindsay con noticias. Um, yeah, I... Updates. Um, well, I think kind of the main thing on my mind and a lot of people's minds right now is just kind of getting back to life as we used to know it. I know I've been thinking about that a lot and I feel like a lot of other people have as well. Lo primero que quiero decir es todo lo que tenemos en nuestra mente hoy, uh, tratando de regresar a lo que es normal de la vida uh, poco a poco. Um. Well, I'm just curious. I mean, how are you thinking about that reentry and what that even looks like? Because I don't know if that's something many people have given thought to as we've lived through this pandemic. Pero como siempre, como ves ese pensamiento y personas pensando, estamos moviéndonos a, a algo normal? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, as a whole community, country, world, we've all kind of been in this state of like, okay, just get through, you know, this is going to have an end point, but not really feeling there for a really long time. And in Telluride, at least, we're seeing a lot of really positive changes, high vaccination rate, repeal of the mask mandate, you know, some of the festivals coming back to town. So I think it is time to start thinking about it. And while all of that sounds like really overtly positive, and I think it definitely is, um, it's something we've been out of practice for a while and something that I think is totally normal to have a little bit of anxiety or uncertainty or just kind of confusion about. So, hablando sobre la comunidad, uh, el país y el, el mundo, uh, tratando de pensar cómo mover adelante, uh, teniendo cambios positivos, sabiendo que uh, en nuestra comunidad hemos hecho cosas muy positivas para movernos adelante, pero también sabiendo que el uh, estar vacunados, uh, pensando, moviéndonos a ese pensamiento positivo que no hemos tenido mucha práctica porque hemos estado donde hemos estado, so, sabiendo que nos podemos, nos puede dar ansia um, o estar un poquito confundidos y cómo mover adelante a lo que no es casi todo todo normal, pero yendo a esa dirección. Hmm. Listeners, also a good time to mention, if you have any questions for Lindsay Wright on mental health questions, give us a call, 970-728-4333. I think I can also do this in Spanish. Uh, si ustedes tienen preguntas, um, uh, llama 970 728 43 33. Good job. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> We're getting there. Um, 
Lindsay, I think I ask you to talk about this every single time you're on. I think it's always a good thing to reiterate, though, because I imagine people might be having uncomfortable conversations in the coming weeks if some people are more comfortable than others, some less comfortable with people they're living with. Um, can you just talk a bit about your tips maybe for having hard or uncomfortable conversations if someone wants to be like, hey, I actually don't want to have people at the house unmasked right now or the opposite of that maybe. So, sabiendo que vamos a empezar a tener conversaciones no tan confortables, sabiendo um, si usted decide no tener personas en su hogar, ponerse su máscara, ¿qué puntos nos puedes decir para tener esas conversaciones uh, que puede ser un poquito difícil? Yeah, and I think that's just a really good example of things that we're having to navigate right now. Um, so I think, first off, just be clear and kind, you know, at the same time, but um, pretty clear about what your boundaries are. You know, not everyone's are going to be the exact same. Um, and being open to what other people's boundaries are. Like, if your boundaries are, you know, hey, I'm vaccinated, I can be around anybody, I'm going to go with exactly what the town says about this. But then you have a friend who, you know, maybe has a child who's unvaccinated and their boundaries look a little bit different, you know, having empathy for their position and what they might be comfortable with rather than saying like, oh, it's not a big deal or, you know, trying to dissuade them from that. Just allow people to have their own comfortable boundaries. You have yours and see if there's a middle ground. Maybe the thing you're suggesting that they're not comfortable with, maybe there's room for a compromise. Uh, so teniendo uh, esas conversaciones y ser muy clara con las personas, también ser amable, sabiendo que qué lo que tú necesitas para sentirte confortable, uh, todo se puede ver muy diferente, uh, sabiendo que uh, muchas personas pueden estar abiertas en la opinión diciendo yo estoy va vacunada y voy a hacer lo que el pueblo está haciendo y no voy a usar una máscara, pero puedes tener una amiga que um, tiene una niña que no está vacunada y eso se puede ver un poquito diferente. So, teniendo esas conversaciones y no decirle a esa persona, no te preocupes, haz, hazlo así. Um, también sabiendo que puedes hablar con la persona y estar del medio, sabiendo que tú eres diferente a la otra persona, pero ser re respetando la opinión de una persona y ser amable. And Lindsay, as you're seeing patients, maybe as people just come up to you and ask for your own advice? I mean, are you hearing from people who are, are stressed out about kind of things relaxing right now or just having their own personal struggles with life returning to a lot of pre-COVID things? Uh, so, Lindsay, ¿tú piensas que personas están estresados sobre regresar un poquito a lo normal? Personas han um, preguntado tu opinión uh, sabiendo que nos estamos moviendo un poquito a lo normal. Yeah, I mean, I think those conversations definitely are occurring where people are trying to determine kind of what's the right thing for them. And, you know, again, these are things we in the past wouldn't have thought twice about. But now, you know, I think a lot of people are having internal conversations about things that are really, um, you know, we're used to doing one thing. Now we have other options like do I eat inside at a restaurant or do I go to this party where I don't know everyone's vaccination status or do I bring my mask in the store even though they've repealed the mask mandate? I think there's just a lot of kind of, you know, not overall giant anxieties, but just kind of these little micro um, internal struggles that people are having day to day. Sí, teniendo esas conversaciones es importante y seguimos teniéndolas, pero también es importante preguntarte a ti mismo si te, tientes, si te sientes confortable sabiendo, uh, pensando en um, 
diciendo voy a comer adentro o no, voy a, voy a ir a esta fiesta, se ven no, a lo mejor no sé a todas las personas que van a estar ahí o si están vacunados, me voy a poner mi máscara en la tienda aunque no es necesario, um, todo eso es importante, no es diciendo tenemos ansia muy grande, pero puede ser no sabiendo claramente, moviendo a lo normal que podemos um, sentir o pensar. And I'm actually not, I'm not sure how much you can talk about this. Maybe you can, and I just, I just don't know. Um, but I'm also curious about kids, because I would imagine kids have their own perspectives on this, especially, I mean, you know, they're not able to get vaccinated right now. And they, I'd imagine some would be just be anxious about being in a world that's changing so much. And maybe they don't quite understand everything that's going on. I guess, what are your thoughts and tips for parents, people with kids about, you know, just how to like navigate all of this with young kids who are just all the more um, experiencing this. So, también uh, pensando en los niños uh, teniendo esas conversaciones, ¿qué nos puedes decir para cómo tener esas conversaciones con personas que tienen niños, padres, uh, sabiendo que a lo mejor pueden tener un poquito de ansia, sabiendo que no están vacunados y moviéndonos adelante lo que sabemos hacer, pero no lo hemos hecho en muchos meses? Yeah, um, most of my conversations with younger folks lately have been about how today's the last day of school, but <laughs> I think I can't speak to that anyway. Um, I think, you know, again, it comes down to communication. I think being able to discuss, you know, where things are at as a family, you know, in an age appropriate way of, okay, like maybe mom and dad don't have to wear masks anymore, but, you know, the six-year-old definitely does or the 12-year-old definitely does. and you know, more vaccinations will probably come down the line at some point. But I think kind of laying out what the expectations are and making decisions about what feels safe and what doesn't, you know, outdoor play dates probably feel pretty safe going to the movies, maybe not. So I think just kind of continued communication and, you know, including kids and kind of like, hey, this is where we're at as a family. This is what we're doing. So, sabiendo, teniendo esas conversaciones con tu familia, um, sabiendo, entendiendo que a lo mejor mamá y papá no se van a poner su máscara, pero sabiendo que la, el niño de 6 años o el niño de 12 años va a tener uh, que ponerse su máscara, um, haciendo las decisiones que son seguras para tu familia y teniendo esas conversaciones con tus niños diciendo uh, se siente seguro que se vayan a jugar con otros niños afuera, pero a lo mejor no seguro yendo al cine uh, y viendo las películas adentro de un edificio. So, teniendo esas conversaciones con los niños es importante um, y tener la opinión de ellos, cómo se sienten, um, es importante. And I would just add with that, like being really clear about why there are differences, you know, like mom and dad are not wearing masks because they're vaccinated and that offers a layer of protection. So the masks, you know, have been determined to not be necessary at this point, but you still are vulnerable to this. And like, we want to keep you safe to where it's not just because I said so, because that doesn't tend to work so well. Pero también sabiendo que tienes que ser muy claro con los niños, diciendo la diferencia que mamá y papá no necesitan ponerse la máscara porque están vacunados y están protegidos, pero tú no has tenido la vacuna y queremos que estés seguro, eso es importante que te sigas con tu máscara. Listeners, if you're just tuning in, it's our noon COVID update. Matt Hoy from the Coto News Team. We are speaking with Lindsay Wright, Behavioral Health Counselor with the Med Center. Claudio Garcia Curcio is providing Spanish interpretation. If you have a question or comment, give us a call 970-728-4333. Um, Lindsay, I think there is nothing more mentally um, heartening 
sometimes than a short COVID update, which we might have today might be a, a relatively calm one. Um, really though, I guess, is there anything else that you want to mention just about mental health in this time of COVID update, COVID restrictions loosening and, and just um, how you're thinking about this and, and what you want other listeners to be thinking about? So sabiendo que a lo mejor vamos a terminar un poquito temprano, ¿cómo te sientes sobre la salud mental aquí en nuestra comunidad y qué estás pensando tú moviéndonos adelante sabiendo que sí estamos regresando casi en lo normal, pero ¿qué puedes decir sobre eso? Yeah, um, so I think despite some of this re-entry anxiety or confusion, which again is I think pretty normal as we're kind of getting back on the bicycle, um, I think just taking things slow and taking time to assess like, okay, you know, this is really an opportunity to see like, how do I want my life going forward? Do I want to have it cram packed with all the activities I had before? Um, or do I want to make some changes? Did I learn over the pandemic that I really enjoy, you know, having a few nights a week where I just curl up with a book? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, maybe you're going exactly back to where you were before. But I do think it's a good opportunity to just reassess how you want to spend your time. Um, Caller, we're going to bring you on, but put you on hold real quick. So stay there as we translate this and then bring you up. Interpret. Um, también, <laughs> también es importante. Um, poquito, vamos a tener poquita ansia, pero moviendo adelante, que es lo normal, hablando solamente tú sola uh, en tus pasos, las oportunidades que tienes moviendo adelante. Voy a hacer todas las actividades o voy a um, como no hacerlas porque aprendí que estar sola lo disfruté más, o sabiendo que tú um, vas a um, hacer todo esto para mover adelante, tú sola vas a, vas a hacer que disfrutas. And we have a caller on the line, so we're going to bring him up. Hello there, what's your question or comment? Hi folks. Um, do a little bit of a plug here for Mountain Film. There's a speaker that kind of goes to this issue of mental health and physical health. Um, I think it has some relevance to also... Uh, a long COVID, you know, how we use our own bodies to heal ourselves. You know, we talk about the placebo effect as it's something magical, but it's it's our mind and the connection to the body that are doing that. Uh, Lindsay just talked about curling of the book. The speaker was Julie Allen. Um, she did a literary program. Uh, you're, you're, you're breaking. You're breaking up a bit. Uh, well, let me know if it's uh, can't go on. Now. Can't go on. Uh, let me turn off the radio here. <laughs> so um, uh, it's uh, Mountain Film speaker Julie Holland. Um, she's distinguished herself by doing a lot of the MDMA uh, privately funded research. The NIH doesn't fund it. Um, and the thing that they've found is um, the, uh, the benefits of oxytocin, which MDMA releases, um, and that's very uh, connected to the parasympathetic nervous system. So you've got the, uh, the rest and repair, which is the oxytocin uh, uh, system. And then there's the flight and flight, which is the adrenaline and the cortisol. Uh, and so it's, uh, uh, you know, it's how do we plug into that to stay healthy? Um, you know, if you've got long COVID or if you're still recovering, you know, how do you find that piece, that connection 
with others and with your own body uh, as a mental health practice. I'm kind of trying to expand the, um, the the notion of what mental health really is. And there's a physical health component that, for some reason, traditional medicine um, doesn't like to approach. I don't know if Lindsay'd like to take that one on or not. But, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, uh, Julie Holland, 12 noon at the Transfer Warehouse. Um, it should be a good crowd. Great. Thank you so much. Um, so, sabiendo que eh, la persona que habló estaba hablando sobre una película que Mountain Femme está enseñando um, de um, cómo uno puede conectarte con tu mente y tu cuerpo. La persona que está hablando de MDMA um, es um, Julia Holland y estaba enseñando cómo estar saludable y le estaba preguntando a Lindsay que, qué son tus pensamientos sobre uh, lo que él comentó. Um, yeah, so in that question, but I'll try and address it all. Uh, first off, I think the research about MDMA or psilocybin mushrooms or ketamine is all really interesting. I'm not an expert in it, so can't really speak too much to that specifically, but I'm really excited to hear more about that research as it comes out and as more treatment options come out because it's always good to have more treatment options. Um, Um, so, so, sabiendo de eso, lo, es muy interesante para mí. No soy un experto, so no sé sobre el MDMA, pero creo que viendo lo que estamos viendo en el futuro puede ser algo positivo y estoy emocionada a saber más um, sobre eso. And then, in regards to the, you know, mind-body connection piece of things, I think the caller is right on, you know, as far as it's you've got to pay attention to both pieces, right? Our minds live in our bodies, so they're not separate entities. And I think as a whole, um, the medical field is trying to make a shift in that direction. So, you know, I think it is really good to, you know, A, pay attention to your body. You know, anxiety has physical symptoms as well, or, you know, sometimes things that we think are solely physical, like a rash can be triggered by anxiety or stomach issues can be triggered by anxiety, things like that. So it is really good to pay attention to your body and also to incorporate your body into means of coping, you know, through getting outside or doing yoga or just movement in general, dancing, singing, you know, anything that uses your body is probably going to be pretty good for your mental health as well. So, uh, la otra parte de la llamada es sabiendo que te puedes conectar con tu cuerpo y tu mente, es algo que está correcto, sabiendo que hoy estamos tratando de um, saber más los efectos um, que tenemos en el cuerpo cuando tenemos ansia, cuando a veces nos duele nuestro estómago. So, es importante que um, estén conectados con esas dos, um, sabiendo que puede ayudar a salir afuera, hacer yoga o también cantar moviéndose um, es algo importante que uno puede hacer and listeners if anyone else listening has a question or a comment give us a call 970-728-4333 si ustedes tienen preguntas llamen uh, 970-728-4333 You know, Lindsay, whenever you are on, I always, I always like asking this question, checking in, and Claudia, I always like when you give an answer too. I'm just <laughs> curious for each of you, um, you know, what's something that uh, you're each doing in your, in your lives right now to help yourself mentally, physically, just stay grounded in these strange times? So, uh, me estaba preguntando a mí, a Lindsay, que qué hacemos para estar bien mentalmente, qué actividades estamos haciendo durante estos tiempos. Do you want to go first? Sure. I could go first too. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I don't say no. 
so I volunteer. I think volunteer volunteering helps. I'm volunteering for Tab, and you know, I I do a lot for. I'm also volunteering for Mountain Film. So also like being outside for me, I I thrive on the sun, and so just being outside, being ready to bike, hike, um, is what I really enjoy. So, unas cosas que me gustan hacer, me gusta voluntar mucho, pero a veces no digo no. Uh, estoy voluntando a Tab, estoy voluntando para Mountain Film. Uh, me gusta voluntar y ayudar durante estos tiempos, pero también me encanta estar afuera, sabiendo que el sol uh, me ayuda a mí relajarme y estar afuera, saber que puedo escalar, andar en bicicleta, es algo que disfruto mucho. Um, yeah, I would definitely agree with the outside being in the sun, um, trying to, when it's nice, go on hikes during my lunch break because I think that makes me a much better clinician. Um, and then the other thing that um, was kind of missing in my life over COVID is prior, 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 that's not a word, prior <laughs> to COVID, um, I used to go to yoga several times a week and I just got a new membership to the yoga center and I'm really excited to kind of work that back in because I noticed a lot of good benefits from that. Uh, lo mismo, me encanta estar afuera uh, en el sol y ir a escalar durante los tiempos de mi lunch para poder salir. Um, antes de COVID, um, a mí me encantaba ir a, a yoga. So, ahora que podemos ir, agarré um, para regresar a ir a yoga y puedo ver los beneficios buenos que, que tengo para eso. Well. Lindsay, as we draw to a close, really, are there just any closing thoughts or things that you want to mention before we finish? Pero antes de terminar, Lindsay, ¿tienes algo que quieres decir antes de salir? Um, no, I would just say take care of yourself and, you know, remember that each time you do kind of push through one of those anxious moments of trying something that you haven't tried for a while, that you are building your resilience. So um, even if it feels a little uncomfortable at the moment, um, it's going to serve you well in the long run. Como siempre, por favor, cuídense ustedes sabiendo que, um, sabiendo su límite y sabiendo que te sientes confortable. Um, tú mismo es, te va a ayudar um, a, durante estos tiempos. Lindsay Wright is a behavioral health counselor with the Telluride Medical Center. Lindsay, thank you. Claudia Garcia Curcio, self-described badass translator of the community. As always, thank you, Claudia, for providing Spanish interpretation. Listeners, if you still have any questions, the county website has a ton of COVID resources, sanmiguelcountyco.gov. The Med Center is a great spot to ask medical questions. If you have them, 970-728-3848. And as always, if you have a medical emergency, please, please, please call 911. This is KO, T.O. Telluride.